world, this is Brother Ali. You're in the mix right now with BRL. What up, it's 360. Yeah, yeah, this is Nick Loopy from One Day Spit Syndicate. What's up, this is Slug from Atmosphere. When I'm not teaching your girlfriend how to play chess, I'm listening to Beats, Rhymes, and Life. When I'm called Tech Nine, I'm chicken it with my homeboy, Gavin Crashley on BRL. son. Yeah, buddy, it is BRL, the podcast, on whatever device you're listening to this on. And um, shouts to all of you for tuning in here on this podcast. Now, uh, we got another one, and this one is an exclusive. This is nothing to do with the radio show. I just wanted to have a chat with this lady. Um, Fascinating human being. An Amazonian tattooed dreamboat of a lady named Thraxi who also spit some bars. Uh, I actually got to know her through St. Bedlam. Well, of her anyway, but uh, this is our first ever chat. We've been uh, going back and forth on Instagram and uh, I thought, well, let's just grab Thraxi and get her on and uh, introduce you to her and her backstory as well, which is pretty interesting. So uh, here's my conversation with Sydney MC, tattoo removalist and all-round gem, Thraxi. So here it is, that full conversation right now on BRL. It is uh, BRL, the podcast, and now joining us uh, on the Zoom is a, a lady who is wearing a nice scarf and uh, looks like she's, uh, you know, done herself up really nice for us, which I, I, I appreciate because um, now joining us is uh, uh, someone who I find very, very interesting. I, I think, one, your story is going to be very cool, and uh, two, uh, you're, you've got a very different slant on what... I, the Australian hip hop is. Now, I actually found out about you through St. Bedlam. Awesome. So, yeah. uh, Bedheads Rejoice. Um, and I've got to get her <laughs> back on the show at some point because I, I love me some St. Bedlam. Um, but uh, she introduced me to you uh, and I had a listen, enjoyed the darkness, and uh, <laughs> subsequently became like a, a big fan of yours. So, joining us on the line is. Thraxi, how you going? Hey, thanks for having me. Now, <laughs> I love the fact that you've got cool lighting as well in your background. It's like a dark red. Yeah, it's continuity to my, uh, my MySpace. No, <laughs> MySpace? <laughs> yeah. I just brought up something from the past. No, my uh, Instagram. Yeah. Like, that needs to look like I'm in hell at all times. It's good. Right, right. Cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, I can't believe I said MySpace. Far out. That's like a blast from the past. I know. Like, times. I haven't thought about MySpace in probably a decade. What was your last song on your profile? Oh, I, I wouldn't know, to be brutally honest. I really wouldn't know. I don't <laughs> think I was much on the song usage there. I was more about the... Uh, the the uh, the friends and uh, trying to connect. Oh, I would have been doing a, 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 a local music show back then, so I would have just been trying to hit up bands for content. So uh-huh. it probably 
honestly, it would have been something like uh, New Rules of Boats. Now, this is definitely not a, a hip-hop group. They're a folk group out of uh, Perth, Western Australia, now defunct. But I loved that group. I really did. So, uh, shouts to Miranda and her brother, whose name I'm blanky on really hard right now, who are the <laughs> lead of that group. Um, yeah, some cool folky stuff. It was, uh, they had some dark tales in there. It was very country, but for whatever reason, I adored that group. So, um, yeah, in your own time, everyone go have a listen to that. If you want to break from the hip hop genre. <laughs> nice. Yes. Oh, what I about yours? I have no idea. Probably would have been something weird, like new order or something. <laughs> That that so goes that 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 goes with the image of uh, Thraxy, by the way. Uh, a bit of the dark industrial. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, I was just talking to um, it's weird you brought up Sam Bedlam. I was just talking to her this morning because yeah. she's pretty excited. We reached three k on our new track Fox together, so that's pretty exciting. Nice, excellent. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So um, you've got a, a various amount of tracks out now but um first things first um i've got to talk about the the tattoo removal you know your your actual living your your real life job which you know you you post on your instagram so i i think it's fair game to talk about it um how did you get into that Uh, like were you in can you do well are, are you a tattoo artist or do you just remove them i know you've got a fair few uh yeah you've got a full sleeve on each arm there and everything. So um, how did you even get into that? Um, I managed a tattoo studio in Sydney. Mm. Um, And basically I was just like, well, this is going to be a new thing, you know, get into it. So I just did a few courses, studied it, and then, yeah, I got a machine. So it's good. It's like I've been lasering myself lately, which has been good because I've got so much shit on me. Um, (laughs) I just marinated in it. It looks good from afar, but when you look at each face, you're like, what is that? <laughs> oh, but, really? Um, yeah. So, I've got, like, weird shit. I've got, like, ODB as a Pez dispenser vomiting Pez. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool and random. <laughs> so, yeah. what, are you, what, you just don't like that or, like... It's, it's weird to look at now. Like, people yeah. are just like, is that ODB? Or they're like, is that your dad? Just like <laughs> on my arm. And it like peeks out from like my shirt. So you just see this little thing vomiting a pez. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> should I get rid of it? But yeah, no, like tattoo um, lasering, it's, it's like starting to become a thing. It's slowly taking off. I think a lot of people regret a lot of the stuff that they rush out and get when they turn 18. So yeah. it's good. I see a lot of weird shit. <laughs> yeah, actually, um, I, I know uh, my my uh, fiance has a, a couple that she is not a big fan of, and like, um, it, but she's also uses it as a reminder. That's a story for off air, by the way, because it that gets dark. But <laughs> but still, yeah. like, um, there there are heaps of people out there that have a, a bunch of ink that they're like. Oh, why? Why have I got like this person's name on my my the top of my hand and that kind of stuff now? Like yeah. some mistakes written into your skin. So, um, <laughs> well, actually, for the people in Sydney and whatever, we'll actually give out the address and give your uh, business a plug at the back end as well. So, uh, oh, you can you. they can give their skin to you. Yeah, donate it to me now. 
Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just in Darlinghurst, so it's yeah, in um Sydney. So it's easily fine. If you just type in Thraxian laser, it should come up. <laughs> oh, nice. Indeed. Yeah. So, um, uh, now, I also feel bad for um, uh, one of your workers because you're scaring the shit out of her. Is that something you've been doing forever? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. love it. It's so good. I think my, my goal is to get her to just pee herself a little bit once. <laughs> <laughs> she's our body piercer. So that's Eden. And she's just so... Like, I've seen her scare herself just by looking in the mirror too quickly. Like, she's so easily scared. Like, it's great. <laughs> Now, um, I'd love to talk about the the uh, the image that you have cultivated for yourself. Now, um, as you say, you are a six foot Amazon with an acid tongue, as it says on your thing. So, um, yeah. like uh, being out there, it's um, it, it's you're, you're hard to miss. First of all, yeah, yeah at all. <laughs> Oh, woman, dark hair, lots of tattoos. So, um, is that you know, is, is that something that you sort of like from that you know those awkward high school days? I'm just thinking awkward high school days here. So, um, was it was it like a, a thing from high school? Like, I always wonder how sort of people build into their adult selves, really. So, um, have you ever thought about that at all? Or is it just like uh, I just I'm, I'm tall and I've got some tattoos and that's who I am. <laughs> I don't know. I think like, like I went to a Christian school, you know what I mean? So yep. um, like, I don't even think there was another goth at my school at all, <laughs> to be completely honest. So I just started listening to a whole bunch of different stuff, um, which other people didn't really listen to. So just mm. a lot of, uh, you know, like metal, punk, a lot of gothic stuff. I was that weird, like, like more goth kind of person in high school. Um, but I don't know, I guess it just kind of stuck with me. I think like the phase never ended. It just kind of got worse. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. The phase, well, uh, I, 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 I enjoy it. I think it's a, it's a good look for you. You carry Thank it you. well. <laughs> so uh, it's uh is it is it interesting in like the you know the pubs and clubs and whatever like uh, do you do you have dudes trying to have a, a crack all the time are they a little intimidated is it a bit of both I think it's there's a lot of intimidation um, but usually like at the end of the night when they have like liquid courage they come up and try and speak to me and it's just slurred words and then I kind of just shoot them down so it You're, feels great yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, I, I like a tall woman. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you look like Kat Von D. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is she is she actually tall? I don't know. I know that she uh, is an anti-vaxxer though. That's oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I just ruined it for you. Uh, I, I don't really get it. <laughs> 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 um, I think that's actually, honestly, that's actually so on that my fiance actually has talked more about ever than I have because I don't know, I just, uh, I'm not a reality TV show watcher at all. <laughs> so uh, you should get into it now. Now's your time. 
Reality TV is great. Oh, I can't do it. Like in my household, um, uh, the the missus will watch like a lot of Gogglebox and um, I think she likes the Kardashians as well, which is weird and out of character for her, but like for whatever reason, that's her <laughs> guilty pleasure. And and then her mother goes even deeper and watches all the shows uh, about the little people and the housewives or whatever rich area in the US or whatever and... I I feel like just eating a bullet every time I hear <laughs> those people talk. <laughs> it's just the people on the TV and it's just a bunch of Botox faces and lips that are not in proportion to the rest of their face and weird lines and <laughs> horrible makeup. And then just this horrific voice just talking about themselves and this bitch, blah, 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 blah. I'm just like, oh, bang. Um, I can't do it. <laughs> I think you should start off uh, in the realm that you're into. So I reckon go straight for flavor of love. <laughs> and just work no. your way. Like a that's of, a good one to start from. Yeah. <laughs> I think even that would upset me because uh, in all honesty, um, yeah, flavor Flav has always annoyed me. It, like in very small doses, he's fine on even the most classic of public enemy tracks. But if he if he keeps going on, it's just like a let Chuck D do his thing, please. <laughs> well, don't watch the show then if that's how you feel because it's just constant. No, I think in one episode, like a woman actually like shits herself, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I was actually, I was having this uh, conversation the other day with the fam and um, I, I have the same view on uh, cheating myself as an adult as pretty much anyone. I think most sane people have this view of like, if I did that and I've had some moments where I was really close. I remember coffee, a long walk throughout the suburbs and it was just, oh no. Um, made it so I was fine but if I ever ever crap myself when I was still you know within a normal age so let's say from like 20 to 65 if I follow through at any point I'm grabbing a large rock I'm walking to mm-hmm. Cottesloe and I'm just going to keep walking until I stop floating and that's pretty much how that's going to go you're just going to keep walking covered in your own shit holding yes. a giant rock well or- uh, at that point, it's like, well, I've, I've ashamed myself. I may as well just become fish food at that point. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's cool. I don't wow. know. This got dark. You know what? I, I'm going to blame you for how dark this conversation got already. Like that's two, two jokes about suicide <laughs> in the last five minutes. I apologize to I anyone. I have that effect on people, so don't worry. Uh, no, that's <laughs> the thing. Like I, I thought, well, if we considering uh, the the art and like the stuff that is posted on your Instagram, it's not dark, but it's, you know, there is a dark theme throughout. Like I love the old drawings and stuff like that, that you uh, will post throughout your feed and everything. Um, I'm just like, Oh no, no, we'll, we'll, we'll take each other by the hand. We'll walk down that dark path together. <laughs> it's quite, it is my favorite path, by the way. <laughs> It's mainly just cheesy horror stuff, I guess. Yeah. I try not to put anything too... I don't know, I'm looking back and I'm like, yeah, this is demons ripping people apart and shit like that. But yeah. it's 80s, so it's cheesy. There's always like a, a flash of like fluoro pink or something. In the 
I, I actually I love those um uh, the the drawings that look like you know the front covers of yeah those eighties records or like Bat Out of Hell or something like that involves like yeah. some uh you know some uh well like the um the the movie Heavy Metal but much better animated kind of thing you know because it's, it's a still image like and believe it or not out of all the weird films that I've ever watched in my life and you know I've watched some some weird stuff but not like you know, uh, B-movie stuff. I've actually seen the original Heavy Metal. I can't even remember how, but it was just on TV or something. Yeah. And I uh, threw it on and had a thing. So I'm like, what the what the hell is this weird adult cartoon that looks like He-Man, but like there's, there's like swearing and tits. <laughs> yeah, it's so great. And then even the soundtrack is pretty wild for that. Yeah. I like the South Park episode they did where it was like homage to Heavy Metal. Have you oh, seen that? No, no, I haven't. It's pretty wild. It's like Kenny riding a pterodactyl with like <laughs> and giant boobs. Like it's so good. Love it. <laughs> they always do. They do fine work at, at South Park. They really do. It's yeah. And uh, it you know it's it's like it's kind of like the Simpsons at this point. Although the Simpsons went downhill, and South Park for the most part sort of went up and just have kind of stayed there by mostly being current really yeah and it's taking stuff from you know whatever news feed and whatever and i i'm just thinking what are they gonna do like are they just gonna have like a rona season where things get super weird which is probably what they're gonna do to be honest it'd be just them going well (laughs) let's just go as weird as we possibly can because Although, where can they go? <laughs> That's true. They've pushed it. But the, the cool thing about South Park is they've only got a week to write an episode. I think, yeah. like, The Simpsons have six months for one yeah. episode. So that's why it's so cool that they're so current mm. and just up to date with everything. But it's, I don't know if you saw that documentary about it where they, like, show, like, how what the process of what they do to go through an, um, an episode. It's freaking wild just like literally everything has to be done within five days <laughs> so it's pretty crazy i know i've i've heard about the documentary and i've heard about it, i think many times i think it was mostly mentioned on joe rogan around the time you know like it was just the guy's a lot of time to fill so stuff gets repeated every so often so you know that came up quite a bit at the time i was like oh i should watch that at some stage um, it was, I think it was a little before Netflix and whatever had the library though. So it's like a, yeah. you know, so I should, you know, look at this stuff again, but also uh, time. You've got to stand your ground and be like, we're not watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Yeah. <laughs> South Park documentary. Yeah. <laughs> South Park documentary. Now, um, now you mentioned you dad earlier so um yeah, let's mention it because it's something i i find fascinating as well it's like uh, y- your dad was well is slash i guess was uh vulcan from the gladiator series now i watched the shit out of that when i was a kid like that that was that was my jam in like the the mid 90s so do, do people still like uh stop him these days of like hey vulcan is that, is that yeah, still happening? Yeah, he gets it quite a bit, actually. Um, it's funny, though, because of, like, I'm so used to everyone knowing who he is that with, like, 
the younger people that are kind of in the hip-hop scene, they have no idea who he is. So I think someone was like, oh, your dad's Vulcan from Gladiators. And, like, I was with one of the boys from Triple One and they're like, what is Gladiators? Because they're so <laughs> young. So I'm like, wow, this is so weird. Like, I'm so used to everyone knowing who he is. So, yeah, it's pretty crazy. God, how would you even describe Well, it's like Ninja Warrior meets WWE and that's what that show was. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. That's it's what, wild. And it's weird watching, like, so many people tag me and stuff, but it's weird seeing videos from it because I just remember it. I was pretty young when it came out. Yeah. But seeing that, like, my dad was, like, 26 or 7 on that show. Oh, wow. Like, oh. Yeah, so it's crazy, like, how young he was. And, yeah. uh, and you were uh, alive during that time as well? I was super young. You're like yeah. baby Thraxy. I'm not saying my age, if that's what you're trying to get me to no, do. No, I'm just saying. I can't, I can't let people know how old I am. I need to keep this mistake. <laughs> <laughs> the ageless Amazonian beauty. Exactly. I just need to be this, like, vampire that people are like, oh, what is this <laughs> you know, And I'm just in the background and each photo at gigs and stuff. That's what I want. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Now, let's actually talk about... Uh, the music side of your life. So, um, uh, when when did you start picking up the microphone? Um, I was I played in a few bands younger, like playing guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother is prolific, the gifted. So I don't know if you know some of his stuff, but he's done stuff with like Lee Monroe, um, Crispy, all the Illiquid crew. So he's a producer. Um, and we started the, a band. The name the guitar. name rings a bell straight away. I know I've heard that name many mm-hmm. times. Yeah, Bedlam's done some stuff with him too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and he works with the Illiquid crew just at the yep. studio there at the Gladi. Um, but, yeah, we started a band called Buster Cap together and he was rapping with me and it was kind of like pre-Run the Jewels but very Run the Jewels sounding. Yep. Um, and then from that, like, he went on to just become a producer and then I went and did my solo stuff. So, I don't know. I probably started – we started that project when I was about, I'd say, 20? Yep. One? Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, a while ago. Oh, I was going to say, oh, it's like two years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, two years is a long time. It is a long, <laughs> hey, it is a long time. I, I was just, well, even four years, like, it just popped up in my feed. Like it's four years ago now. I'm, I'm walking around in the south of France, like on, a, on a, one of those Contiki bus trips. I'm like, oh, that's four years. It feels like three days. Yeah. Even with yeah. lockdowns and whatever, just, you know, life flies by. <laughs> so with, uh, with uh, music and everything, like uh, who would you say are influences on your rapping style? Um, Run the Jewels, definitely. Yep. Um, like, you know, even LP's production like i sometimes if i don't know what to write to just pull up some of his old stuff yeah it's like so great um denny brown definitely he's yep. pretty wild um megan the stallion's pretty good um malibu mitch so a lot of those kind of um like female um, hip-hop which is yep. huge at the moment too mickey blanco is pretty big leaf yes. um yeah so a lot of that weird stuff I'm trying yeah. to think now. 
I don't know, bear in mind I need a coffee, so. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I won't make you jealous, but I, I made sure I grabbed one before we started, just so I'm a bit <sighs> sharper than I normally am. I have like a French press here and I just constantly make coffee and I'm just ah. like always on the go. Like if I'm going to shit myself, it's going to happen with this coffee press. <laughs> That's where the shit talk. But yeah, I'm all for it. <laughs> I love it. It all came back to that. Now, this is, this is where these podcasts will go normally where it always gets a bit weird and a bit dark and often we'll get probably a little dirty so look if everyone's like well gav did you have to go there first of all this is podcast only material so (laughs) stop with the censorship there's a there's a little e on that for a reason so (laughs) that's good because i've been holding back so many swear words it's not funny oh that's that's fine and uh, i don't i don't mind it at all to be honest (laughs) but at at the same time i've and I've got a mouth like a sailor, but eh, when the microphone's on, I'll, I'll tune it right down. That's also just years and years of training of me saying, yeah, maybe don't say the C-bomb here kind of thing. <laughs> I'll try not. I'll yeah. try not to. Oh, no, <laughs> the, the guests can let it fly, but also, you know, there's... Uh, there's there's definitely i've i've heard some shows over the over the journey where you can hear it and it's like every second word and i'm like it gets a little boring after a while as well yeah when, when you worry, i won't say it that much no. but i'll hold my i'll try and be in control no, that, that's <laughs> fine <laughs> that's fine like if you're using the word fuck as a bridge word like i'm like mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> yeah all right, that's keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, releases and uh, sort of uh, getting out on stage as well. Like, um, you have performed lately. Um, now, is that sort of going to continue to be a thing? Because, um, as you said, Darlinghurst, Sydney, um, lockdown conditions at the moment. So, um, you guys are, might be heading back towards uh, losing some of those gigs again uh, does that does that scare you as a performer it's it's hard um i feel like there was a moment in time just before the lockdown i was in my a game where i was doing so many gigs where i'm like oh, i can do this with my eyes closed and mm-hmm. then went back into doing one of those online kind of things and it was just like whoa like i've forgotten my lyrics you know and so it's oh. a weird feeling to be like i feel like i have to train myself up again for live shows but yeah. um yeah, it, it does definitely suck, you know, especially now that we're heading into October. Like, I usually do put on a Halloween gig. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, do I start planning this show or do I just, mm. you know, hang out? I don't know. Um, and there was, like, Hazy, my producer, who's dropping a giant mixtape with a whole bunch of people, like Triple One, Nookie, yep. um, you know, there's heaps of people on there. Um, we were going to do a show for that as well. So it was going to be all of us on stage yep. rapping all of our tracks and we were so excited for it too. But now there's been a hold on it where we don't know what's mm. going on. So I know that you guys are doing gigs in Perth now, aren't you? Yeah, we are. So, and they're, and they're sort of coming out and doing everything again. Um, now we're not completely out of the woods. And of course, um, we're, you know, we'll date this because, you know, um, 
we got the the Clive Palmer thing going on and everything where he's sort of trying to open the border and uh, that looks like it's actually about to fall over, which is a good thing. Um, uh, we're doing pretty well over here with the you know, with the restrictions, everything. Uh, I guess tyranny of distance is probably also kind of helping in that regard. We are way, way, way away from everything. Um, yeah. I can I can say that very clearly. I've driven across the country twice, <laughs> once here, once to your end, and then once back to mine. And it takes 16 hours if you really push it. And I did do it on that day from uh, Eucla, which is just inside the border of uh, South Australia to Perth. And that's yeah, That's like a 16 hour day. And <laughs> like, thousands of kilometers why you gotta fly i don't understand (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it was it was um i think it was almost a financial decision it was about the same to put the car on a truck or the indian pacific and take it over or just drive and get home a few days quicker kind of thing Uh, yeah I don't regret the trip at all because I think it was, you know, it was one of those sort of like something you have to do once, especially as a, as a uh, younger single dude back then. I wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't do that now because I'd always be doing all the driving and second of all, just a bored passenger. That's not fun. <laughs> yeah. That, that's I feel like it's like, it sounds like the beginning of a horror movie to me. So you're just driving alone. Yeah, there are scary stretches. <laughs> like there's a there's a stretch of road outside of Norseman. You drive for like an hour or so, and then you just get to this thing, and there's this sign, and it's like 250 kilometers in a dead straight line, and it couldn't yeah. be more boring. It's like yeah, it takes about an hour and a half or so, and you just kind of sit there. At that point, I threw on just like whatever tunes I could and just tried to keep myself interested by like singing or rapping along or whatever, just to keep yourself sane. It's one of those, yeah, yeah. you have to do it once. I think if, you, if you're in the, like, the travel thing, then it's something you have to do once. But yeah, each their own. I'm a weird guy. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, are you are you still recording? Are you still uh, producing material at this point? Yeah, so it's it's one of those things where we had like a deadline, but with all this plague stuff, yes. it's like kind of being thrown out the window. So, but it's it's good in a way because I feel like I rush things sometimes. Mm. So now it's given me more of a okay, cool. I would have put that track on there, but now I don't want to. So I'm like rewriting stuff and. Um, I, I want to try and get more people on the album. Yes. Um, so far, I've got a track like with Marty Bugatti from Triple One, which I'm super excited about. Nice. Yep. So now that like all those guys have downtimes, I'm like, now's my time to be like, hey, jump on a track with me. So and yes. it's cool too because it's a learning experience writing with other um, rappers, which is really good. Yeah. And uh, of course, I'm assuming there's going to be some work with our uh, mutual mate, St. Bedlam. Again? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I like our last track that we did was so fun, Fox, and we started um, talking about and working on more stuff. So she's doing her own production stuff at the moment now. Like she's making her own beats, which is pretty wild. Nice. Um, yeah, so it's really cool. And then um, I've got 
it's like this nice um, dude just gave me a whole bunch of like tracks, uh, like instrumentals to write on. So I've got to get on top of it now. But we're slowly in that, like in Sydney, like it's the coronavirus is slowly going up. So we're back at work. But part of me is like, oh, if we go back in the lockdown again, now's my time to just write yeah. as much as possible. So <laughs> I'm seeing what's happening. But it's hard to get in that mind frame where it's like now I have to work and still have time to write so yes hopefully i'll get more time to finish writing stuff <laughs> indeed well um because uh well basically because zoom's going to probably start uh, telling me to cut off because I, I don't pay for this version they said you can do as long <laughs> as you like but you know they're like limited to like 40 something minutes or something so uh, at this point i'll i'll uh, i'll cut our conversation here but uh, we'll definitely have to get you back on at some stage um, for another chat a little down the road because, you know, we're yeah, for sure. around, let's, let's, let's aim for like album time so we, we yeah. can discuss tunes and everything as well. Yeah, I'm keen. Hopefully you, you like it. I'm scared now to show people what we'll see. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Well, um, actually, uh, get your plug in for your business and uh, some other bits and pieces. Yeah, plug away before we yeah, uh, so close today. Want to um, get Laser 77 William Street at Stoneheart Body Art. So come in, look me up online. Even on my Instagram, Thraxy, there's a link to it as well. Yes. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> give your skin to Thraxy. Exactly. I need it. We're good. Well, uh, this has been an absolute pleasure and thank you for joining us on BRL, the podcast. Thanks for having me. Ah, dear, oh dear. It's actually pretty funny to listen to me kind of go back to being about 15 years old in that, sort of uh, talking to somebody that I am kind of physically attracted to. I'm just like, oh, she's pretty. It is Gavity here. (laughs) Back on uh, BRL, the podcast. And uh, thank you very much to Thraxy for joining us on the program today, tonight, wherever you're listening to this. And of course, got to give a shout out to show sponsor Tune One, which is a digital radio station out of Perth, Western Australia, and it is pretty goddamn cool. Also hosts the radio show version of this program, Beats, Rhymes, and Life. So uh, hit it up, and they play a bit of everything. And I mean uh, a bit of everything. If Basically, if it's got a beat to it of any kind, and it's a little electronic, or at least sampled, then you get around Tune 1. That is www.tune1.com.au. They are sponsors of BRL, the podcast. Now, uh, time to wrap up for this week. Thanks very much for listening and uh, like, share, subscribe, all that kind of stuff. You can get this everywhere now. iHeartRadio and tune in and uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and a bunch of other like smaller groups have now got this on their servers. And some just flat out just sucked them in, had no idea they were on there. So uh, shouts at those services. But either way, um, thanks very much for listening, folks. And, of course, like us on Instagram and Facebook at B-R-L-S-O-N. Until next time, I'll see you next time. Diggy Dunson, see you later. Good night.